time when things are shifting. We're going to be, be a new world order. We've got to lead it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. What's going on, everyone? This is End Time Headlines. It is Thursday, February 16th. Uh, we welcome you to tonight's broadcast. If you are new, this is your first time joining us, whether via by Rumble, YouTube, Facebook Live, or the main website, whichever platform you're watching this from. Again, if you're new and this is your first time joining us, if you can, let us know in the comment section below that you are new and this is your first time. We want to welcome you to the broadcast. Again, I'm Ricky Scaparo, the founder, the pastor, and the voice of End Time Headlines. This is news and headlines from a prophetic perspective. So I want to talk about the ongoing tonight on our segment. We're going to talk about the ongoing disasters. If you've not been paying attention to what's going on, uh, even, you know, the politicians are trying to convince us that global warming is the greatest threat to humanity. It's the greatest threat to the United States of America, global warming, climate change. But I'm going to show you tonight on tonight's segment that we're seeing back to back to back disasters that are happening on our soil here in America that have nothing to do with climate change or global warming. But we are killing ourselves from within. We are destroying our nation from within. Let's talk about, um, right off the bat, I want to talk to you about the, have you guys, have? I don't know if you've noticed, but there has been now, this is from Newsweek.com, Newsweek, uh, and it talks about, the headline is, more than a dozen trains have derailed in the United States this year alone. And this is even outdated. This was done a couple days ago when they posted this article. But as of today, as of today, uh, a train, the 13th train derailment has just occurred outside of Detroit, Michigan with one car, one of the cars carrying, and you guessed it, hazardous materials. Again, this is the 13th train derailment in america what in the world is going on we'll get back to this in just a second let me go back to let me, let me talk a little bit about these uh train derailments that um have already occurred and then we'll get you up to par uh where we're at right now so according to this article from newsweek uh, let me just read this quote. The explosive train derailment that recently led to the evacuation of an Ohio town was among more than a dozen. Now we know there's 13 reported rail wrecks in the U.S. since the year began. And we're only into the second month of the new year. Uh, the, the one that's really getting the attention of the nation and even the world, I would say, is on the on the 3rd of February, a tanker train derailed in the Ohio town of East Palestine near the state border with Pennsylvania. 
This crash led to multiple explosions and chemical leaks, prompting the governors of both states to issue evacuation notices for the town and its surrounding areas. Now, we're going to talk more in detail about this particular train derailment as we progress in this in this broadcast tonight. But let me go on here. Controlled burns of the vinyl chloride from the train's tanks were initiated with residents warned that the, the air could be flooded with dangerous gases like phosgene and hydrogen chloride. The fiery crash was one of more than 13 train derailments reported in the U.S. this year alone. Another wreck on the 19th of January also occurred in Ohio with several train cars stretching over miles derailing between the towns of Trinway and Adams Mill. It was considerably less destructive than the one in East Palestine as the cars were empty, though cleanup efforts were projected to last for a week. Most of the reported crashes this year, three in total, occurred in South Carolina. Though one has not been fully confirmed, the first took place on the 9th of January in Lake City with 20 car, twenty cars derailing after the train struck an empty car left on the tracks. No injuries or deaths were reported. The next one on the, tw- on the 21st of January near Loris involving multiple cars carrying rocks and gravel tipping, which tipped over. And the third incident reportedly near uh, Inore, Inori on Monday remains a developing story with few details even available to the public. Two crashes took place in remote parts of California with at least one reportedly carrying grain. And again, no details emerged about the other's train's cargo, though officials did confirm that the derailment did not result in any leaks. Uh, Going on, a pair of derailments notably occurred in major metro areas. On the 1st of February, a train fell off the tracks in Detroit, Michigan, leaving several cars hanging over the side of a bridge. The other incident involved a passenger train in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which resulted in no deaths or injuries. And again, the remaining derailments took place in Alabama, Alaska, Louisiana, and Texas. And again, as of today, we have another one here in Detroit, Michigan, with at least one of the cars on this train carrying hazardous materials. According to the report there, and this is a developing story. Back to our breaking news. A train has derailed in Van Buren Township. Drone 4 overhead showing several of those cars off the tracks. It appears maybe six to seven of them. It's in the area of Huron River Drive between Martinsville and Haggerty Roads. Rod Maloney is live there for us this afternoon. And it, Rod, it may be too soon, but any chance uh, we know what was being hauled in those cars? Well, uh, there were a lot of things on here. It looks like there's some coal. They also had uh, car haulers here that were empty as we got a chance to look at them. But take a look down the track here and you can see that there are a number of rail cars there that have actually gone over on their side. Uh, there are seven, seven actual train cars that have gone off the track. Several of them are on their side. Now, Dave McAnally is the chief of the Van Buren Fire Department, and he is here to kind of give us the update. And, Chief, we've had a couple of, of conflicting reports about 
uh, what's out here, hazardous materials not, and, and so forth. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what you know about what they've been carrying here and what the status is out here. There was only one car that had uh, hazardous materials on it. It was uh, liquid chlorine. The car was not affected in the incident, had no leaks, and it didn't come off the tracks, and has already been gone for about 45 minutes now. They've taken half the train away. Uh, the other half of the train here should be, or a good portion of this train should be gone in the other direction within the next hour, they're telling me, uh, Norfolk is. And then in about six to eight hours, they should have the rest of the cars that you see there up on the tracks on their way. This has been quite the uh, sort of traffic snarl around here, and, and you're saying that that should abate here shortly? Yeah, hopefully within the next hour, we'll have the, t the two major crossings on this area, the township open, and uh -huh. uh, the people can traverse. They can go through the city or they can go to Hannon Road now to get around. Talk about, I mean, we know what happened in Ohio a couple of weeks ago did you did that thought sort of go across your mind and you know is there a plan for a township like Van Buren to be able to cope with something uh, that could get out of hand like yeah we have uh, we work very closely with Wayne County emergency management Wayne County Homeland Security we have stuff uh, set up for something like that was going to happen those calls were made within minutes of us getting here verifying that we didn't have those circumstances and situations now again this is the developing story but I want to take you now I want to go back to the uh, the one derailment that has a lot of people talking. Let me just, I want to show you the headline. This is from the Daily Wire. Look at this headline. Quote, we basically nuked a town with chemicals. Critics blast detonation from train derailment. This is an actual, again, this is a headline from the Daily Wire. After a team of experts decided to release chemicals from derailed train cars near East Palestine, Ohio, and ignite them, and I want to give you, uh, I want to show you this huge explosion right here for yourself uh, on your screen. You're looking at this. This is a vinyl. This is vinyl chloride that has been set on fire in Ohio. But hey, but everything is okay, guys, because the EPA says this is is safe. It's you can drink the water there and we'll talk more about this. And I'm, so I'm going to go back to this article and I'm going to give you a little bit more details as we go on here. On the 3rd of February, about 50 cars on a Norfolk Southern core derailed, causing a fire to break out. The train had departed from Madison, Illinois, and was headed to Conway, Pennsylvania. 14 of the train cars each reportedly carried 25 to 33,000 gallons of vinyl chloride. Now, according to the National Cancer Institute, vinyl chloride exposure is associated with increased risk of a rare form of liver cancer, as well as primary liver cancer, brain and lung cancers, such as lymphoma and leukemia. Quote, a team of experts detonated the chemicals on February 5th and ignited it to prevent a potentially catastrophic explosion following a train derailment. This, on, the February, on the 7th of February, the journal reported that a mandatory evacuation in East Palestine had been implemented. On the 8th of February, officials said that residents of East Palestine could return home. You ask yourself, how bad is this? Well, according to Seal... Gaginio, Gaginio, however you pronounce his name, told WKBN, I believe that's a local affiliate there out of Ohio, 
He said, quote, we basically nuked the town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. This was, again, according to a hazardous material specialist, quote, I was kind of surprised when they quickly tell the people they could go back to their homes, but then said if they wanted their homes tested, they could have them tested. I would have far rather they did all the testing. That's a direct quote from a hazardous materials specialist. Guys, seriously, this is unbelievable. I don't even have words to describe how disgusting this is. There's a lot of what ifs. And we're going to be looking at this 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line and wondering, gee, cancer clusters could pop up. Well, water could go well, water could go bad, he added. The biggest question remaining is what, if anything, is still being released from this site, first and foremost? This is according to Peter DiCarlo, who's an environmental health professor at John Hopkins University, went on to tell the Washington Post, quote, if there are still residual chemical emissions, then that still presents a danger for people in the area. But yet, hey, the EPA says everything is dandy. Everything is great. Come on back to your homes and get you some tap water because there's nothing to see here, folks. This man went on to say and recommended that residents get a health checkup so they would have a record to compare with their health years from now. So this guy, listen, guys, these experts, this environmental expert, this uh, this chemical specialist, both of these individuals are saying that this is going to cause long-term effects on people's health, not just in the area. But think about this, guys. This is right there by the Ohio River, a major river. Then you have all the tributaries that run into that river, then goes into the Mississippi River. Then you got, again, it's, uh, this is traveling through our, uh, uh, yes, our, the United States, our water system. Look at this. Let me show you this headline. Uh, let me pull this up. This is from CBNnews.com. And I want to give you the, the I want to show you this headline. Quote, thousands of dead fish and contamination in waterways how the ohio train derailment is affecting the environment and you don't think people are outraged watch this clip and we'll be right back it's been 12 days since the fiery derailment of a train carrying hazardous chemicals through east palestine ohio and the plan burned to prevent a potentially catastrophic explosion residents worry about what's still in the air soil and water of their rural community don't tell me it's safe. Something's going on if the fish are floating in the creek. Ohio officials confirming some 3,500 fish died in local waters in the days after the derailment, but insist extensive testing shows there's no threat to other wildlife or humans. They say there's only anecdotal evidence of residents getting sick and no confirmed connection to the hazardous chemicals aboard the train. I definitely have a right to know what was on that train. Still, for the first time, state officials suggested residents returning to the evacuation zone use bottled water, especially if they have a private well while testing continues. The governor was asked if he would return home if he lived near the crash site. 
I think that I would be drinking the bottled water. I would be alert and and concerned, but uh, I would probably be back in my house. According to CBN News, um, excuse me, CBS News, thousands of animals have died in East Palestine in the aftermath of this train derailment that, again, has sent numerous hazardous substances in the surrounding area. Officials said this past Tuesday that in immediate days following the February 3rd incident, there were at least 3,500 dead fish as local waterways, including the Ohio River, became contaminated. During the incident, again, there was known carcinogens that, that are linked to and known to cause rare and exceptionally deadly forms of liver cancer that has seeped into the soil, the waterways, and into the atmosphere. Crews conducted on February 6th a controlled release of these toxic chemicals from these train cars. In a known and a now viral TikTok that, is, that has gathered numerous views, one person shows numerous dead fish within an eerily foggy creek that he says is t- only two miles from the train derailment. Mary Mertz, who is the director of Ohio's Department of Natural Resources, said on Tuesday that an estimated 3,500 dead fish have been found in local streams. That's so far. Tributaries and waterways. According uh, accounting, excuse me, for at least 12 different species of fish that have died. Here's, let me uh, pull this up and give a little bit of a picture of what I'm looking at here. Uh, this is Logan Rance. Uh, this is uh, posted on, on her Facebook page. Quote, if I've learned anything from years of studying and working in ecology and environmental science, it's that we are closely connected to our environment. Human health and environmental health go hand in hand. I'm visiting home, and tonight I made a quick trip to Leslie Run, four miles south of the East Palestine derailment. In a single dip of my net, I collected nearly two dozen dead or near-dead aquatic animals. Not all pictured here, but I'm not a fish expert, but I believe, and she goes on to say that these are directly connected to this disaster. And as you see in this picture, again, there's over two dozen aquatic animals. So we're not just talking about fish here. There's frogs here. There's, I believe there's salamanders here. There's, uh, there's several different or at least a dozen different ones. The good news is, quote, uh, that none of those species are threatened or in danger, but, but that it is still a loss for wildlife. So it's not just aquatic animals that are dying, but according to this report, pet owners and caretakers are also coming forward and saying that their animals are also suffering and some have even died. According to Taylor Holzer, who was caring for more than a dozen animals when the accident happened, said that several of his foxes now have swollen faces and runny eyes. One of his foxes, who was on a property within the evacuation zone, suddenly died after he wasn't able to evacuate it. He had then learned of the evacuation orders too late. Now, how is it possible? Again, this is absolutely tragic, guys. He went downhill very fast, according to his report to Newsweek, saying that the fox had developed diarrhea and breathing issues. He crashed so fast and unexpectedly, he wasn't able to blink or function properly as he died in my arms. 
Now, these are animals. You don't think that people are going to start having effects of this. The animals are going through a lot right now. He said, quote, they are scared and don't understand what is happening. I'm doing everything I can to keep them safe and calm and to get them through this without more stress. Another woman came forward and was staying with her boyfriend, where in which their two cats and his grandparents in East Palestine uh, when the derail, when this derailment occurred as well, despite getting the animals out when evacuations were announced, one of their cats, which was only two years of age, who was perfectly fine at a vet appointment just weeks before this incident, has now become significantly sick. Quote, his heart was racing, he wasn't moving, and his breathing was very hard and labored. Uh but went on, they thought it was just having a panic attack, but it was much more serious than that. An emergency vet went on to tell her that the her two-year-old cat had congestive heart failure and was admitted to the hospital. The next day, they called and told me that his heart was enlarged. He had fluid around his heart and in his lungs, and his blood pressure was severely low, and his liver enzymes were at 6.9% a normal range for a cat liver enzymes is 1%. The vet went on to tell her that her cat likely had an underlying genetic heart disease that was triggered by the vinyl chloride poisoning. Um, again, absolutely tragic. Then there was a story about uh, the chickens that had been found dead. The next, uh, when they arrived back to their homes, they found all of their chickens dead. So this is a continual story that is, this is not uh, going away. There's more and more outrage. Now, according to Mike Adams, who runs naturalnews.com, he allegedly spoke to a accredited hazardous materials emergency response expert who told him that these chemicals that they released should have never been set on fire by authorities. The burning of these chemicals, uh, which was some of these were a World War I chemical weapon that maims and kills biological beings on contact. Again, the entire Ohio River Basin will be impacted by the fallout of this for years to come with a massive die-offs already being reported in both soils and foliage to be impacted with actual acid rain formed as the combustion products of vinyl chloride combined with water vapor in the air. So again, uh, we really need to be praying for anyone. If you're watching, listening, and you live anywhere in the vicinity of this, within a, a radius of this, it's going to affect you, impact you. We're going to lift you up in prayer today. Uh, and we pray, uh, if I, I don't, you know, I, my heart goes out to you. I don't know what you can even do because not everybody, uh, not everybody can just pack up and sell their house and move. Um, so this is absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but again, it doesn't stop there. So we got all these trained realms. We've got, um, just 13 again, and we're only two months into the year, 13 
train derailments. One of these is now be one individual compared to a uh, uh, a lower level Chernobyl event that just took place right there in this town in Ohio. Uh, but then, then we had this story. Let me give you this story. This one occurred uh, on February 14th. Arizona authorities issued an, an evacuation and shelter-in-place order after nitric acid was spilled in Tucson, Arizona because of a hazmat spill on Interstate 10. Uh, I'm sure most of you guys have probably seen this, but I want to read a little bit about this. Again, what are we talking about today? We're talking about these just these disaster after disaster happening in America. We're destroying our own nation from within a portion of an Arizona freeway was forced closed in both directions uh, this past Tuesday as a result of a crash and a hazmat spill. The State Department of Public Safety said the closure on Interstate 10 between Rita and Kolb Roads in Tucson was, quote, extensive and urged motorists to avoid the area. A commercial truck tanker rode over on the freeway causing the spill. Um Pima County officials, I hope I pronounced that right, told Fox News Digital that the spill substance was nitric acid. An alert directed everyone within a one-mile radius, here we go again, of the spill to shelter in place. The Tucson Fire Department said it was on the scene with other agencies to clean up the area, and there was no estimated time to reopen the road. Nitric acid is... In case you didn't know, is a highly corrosive chemical used in manufacturing and fertilizer. <laughs> Several areas have been evacuated. Again, according to the report from FoxNews.com, authorities have not said if there's any danger to the public, and I'm sure they probably won't until it's already too late or it's forced to come out through further investigation. The spill came weeks again after this train derailment in Ohio that leaked toxic chemicals into the air in the town of East Palestine. So guys, we are, again, it's almost as if I don't want to say, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You have to wonder if there is sinister motives Behind the scenes going on. I mean, it's almost unheard of to say that there has been 13 train derailments in two months into the new year. It is unimaginable to even think that someone would give the green light to burn off chemicals into the atmosphere that are known carcinogens to cause rare forms of cancer and known knowns of uh, and known forms of cancer jeopardizing aquatic marine life uh all animals in that radius uh the the waterways the tributaries running into them, the main river the ohio river this is unbelievable so we wanted to we we this has been a lot of discussion on this. This has sparked outrage among those, and it should, among those that live in Ohio and even in the surrounding states. So we wanted to bring this to your attention. Maybe you have not heard much about this, so you need to know what's going on. Um, you know, 
listen, all we can do is use some wisdom. Listen, if I lived anywhere near this train derailment in Palestine, Ohio, and they told me, I don't care who, I don't care if the president of the United States stood up and told me that the water was safe to drink. I'm not going to drink from the fountains from the, uh, from any public water source from my very, uh, sink in my kitchen. You would have to be pretty stupid to, to, to believe that these are the same. This is the same group that tells you this is safe and effective, right? Read between the lines. Yeah, sure. We're going to believe that this is the same government that has still yet to explain to the public what these three objects were that were shot down. And we know they weren't balloons and we know they were not associated with China so what are they? I'm pretty sure they're going to try to sweep this under the rug and hope we all forget about it so we can move on to the next thing. This is just unbelievable. I cannot believe that you know we're having these discussions and we're talking about this. So let's we're going to end this podcast. But before we do that, um, let me give you some information. First, if you've not downloaded our free app, do that today. It's available on Apple. It's available on Android. It's free. Uh, type it in time headlines, get it today, get it into your hands, download it today. Uh, hit yes to push notifications. You're going to be notified of every headline and every uh, po- podcast readily available. If you've uh, been praying about becoming a monthly partner, you would like to support this ministry. You enjoy the information, the revelation, the equipping, uh, the uh, all the above. Then and you would and you would like to support this ministry with a gift of any amount or become a monthly partner. You can do that two different ways. You can give electronically through the app. That's the easiest way. Or you can give by check or money order right there on your screen. Make it out to End Time Headlines PO Box 1391. That's Monroe, Georgia 30655. So again, we appreciate your prayers and your support and your generous giving to our ministry to help us remain strong and active uh, for the year 2023. Continue to do what we're doing um before we close this out i want to say we'll be back on here tomorrow on the on the 17th of february on friday and we're going to give you guys uh an exciting update regarding the ongoing revival that is that has uh taken off at a a Christian university in Kentucky. It is now spread outside of the state and it's exploding. They're having to go to multiple campuses. We're going to give you an update on it. And we're going to tackle common questions that I'm seeing circulated on the internet regarding this revival. Questions and concerns. We're going to tackle all that on tomorrow's podcast. Don't, you don't want to miss that. That's on tomorrow, Friday, the 17th. And of course, it'll be 8 p.m. Eastern. So let's pray real quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we lift up all those residents. We lift up the families. We lift up the people that are directly impacted and involved there in Palestine, Ohio, or with anywhere in that proximity, in that facility, in that radius that is directly impacted. Father, Father, I pray that you would supernaturally protect them, put a hedge about them. May your angels be dispatched on their behalf. I plead the blood of Jesus over their families. God, if they desire to move, I pray that you would help them and enable them to pack up and move into a safer location. 
It's tragic. It's sad. But we know that, Lord, you're well able to do this, God. I just pray that, Lord, you would keep these safe from any harm, danger, disabling accidents, Lord. I pray that no plague, pestilence, or uh, or sickness would prevail against them. I just pray and profess the blood of Jesus over them. Lord, I know that according to your word, you're able, you're able to protect supernaturally. You did it in the time of Egypt with between the Egyptians and those in Goshen. Your people were supernaturally protected. Lord, we see it all through the word of God where you're able to supernaturally preserve those in covenant with you and faith in you. And Lord, we just pray for those individuals right now. We pray for their salvation above and uh, above everything we pray that they would be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth and then, father we just pray for these things in jesus name and all god's people said amen and amen listen guys be awake make sure you stay awake be alert and be vigilant on what's going on be aware keep your eyes open um and just be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I believe that God will speak to you on what you need and what you and your family need to do in circumstances like this. Maybe you don't live there, but you've got friends there. You've got families there, uh, whatever. You know, just I pray that God will give us the wisdom on how to respond to these things and speak the things and what to do. Give us direction. So because, guys, it's going to get, we know, according to the word, it's going to get a whole lot crazier and it's going to get a whole lot more bizarre and i think it's going to get a whole lot more dangerous we live in perilous times you know that i know that the word of god says that so we just need to be aware of this and walk accordingly in jesus name so listen we're going to sign off for tonight don't forget to hit that subscribe button hit that like button share this broadcast again if you wish to follow eth in time headlines we are everywhere we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on instagram we're on youtube we are on rumble we are on telegram Go the all the the links to these sites are found in the description of the video in which you're watching. If you're watching by Rumble, by YouTube, by Facebook Live, or by the main website, you're going to see there that there is follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on these on Instagram, wherever wherever we're at. There's going to be a link under that. You just simply click on that link. And it's going to take you right there where you can follow us. So that's how you keep in contact with us. And of course, the app is the, it's the best thing you could do. It's going to be a direct source right to us. So, all right, guys. So we love you guys. God bless you again. Thank you for coming on tonight. We will see you guys tomorrow on Friday night, the 17th. God bless. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.